This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. On a lousy Monday, we bring you some sunshine. It's called the podcast or something. I don't know what we call it. It's like eight years. I don't know what we call this thing. But his name is Alan Jerry. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. No, it is sunshine. I think you're correct. We are the little ray of sunshine in people's otherwise stormy, rainy, cloudy lives. I like that. Well said. Now, I have to go uh, food shopping today. I'm, I'm running out of food, so I can't put it off another day. You're but, running out of food? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, don't like you my, buy meat by the case? I do, but I have like my sweet potatoes expire, you know, or, or I finish them up. Make you, a mess. You, you got to keep them for. That's not a terrible idea. It's not a bad idea. I do have a couple of them. Because here's the thing, it's horrendous out today. Yeah, and 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 going food shopping in the pouring rain, even though the food shopping itself is inside. It's the rest of it. It's the rest of it. The cart you're going to get is soaking wet yep. and cold. Yep, getting there then sucks. Getting there sucks. Loading your car up with your groceries while they're getting wet yeah, sucks. Yeah, terrible. Just terrible. Then when you get home, you have to unload your groceries sucks it's a good thing for you all you eat is an egg a pretzel and a piece of chicken <laughs> for the course of the day <laughs> i mean i do i do i eat the same things i do have the two sweet potatoes i have left jerry they look like they were they looked like they were kicked down the street mash them that's I, I don't even know what do you make you you uh steam those and just smush them mm, you could the do it that way them? yeah i mean usually i would boil the potatoes boil but you could steam them sure still softens them I, you know what i did i actually broke out the air fryer for the first time yesterday yeah I'm mixed on it. Um, it worked. So we did, because we've been ordering a lot of fried zucchini from the pizza place lately. Yeah. So big fan of that. And so my wife grabbed one of those to, I figured I'll make like zucchini chips or something. So I tried it yesterday. It was like the first time I had a minute to breathe finally yesterday after a very strange uh, week for sure. And so, you know, I cut them and I put them in the egg and in the breadcrumbs. And then I put the air fryer to 400 degrees, like it said, and... They're they're good. It's not the same. They are they good. Crunchy. No, they were. There's just I don't know. There's something about frying them in the oil oh, and making yeah. them as dark as you like to make them. They came out fine. They're not. It, it's not great. Hmm. It's fine. Now we are going to try because my kid, my, my son wants to try. It. We're going to try fried Oreos in this thing. Ooh. We'll see what those taste like. All right. Um, you report back here tomorrow on your fried Oreos. I will tell you, though, in the last month, we have had a couple of just very odd things go on uh, at home to where mm-hmm. people send things. And so, and thank you to you 
and your wonderful girlfriend for sending something over the weekend. It was very nice of you. Um, but many people have sent food over over the, <laughs> the course of the last month. If you go back to mid-September to this past week, I think I'm up seven pounds. From the food. from In a month, yes. because And it's Fried not zucchini. that it's, well, yeah, I didn't have that much of that. It's not even like the diet has changed as much as just walking around grabbing this just one of these having that that i usually wouldn't there's just so much in front of me that yeah you don't even realize you're doing it and then one day i'm like wow these pants are a little snug right <laughs> it's like what the hell happened well snug pants it's like when you first wash your pants and you try them on it's like mm, a little tight oh, although you wash your pants every time you wear them not every time i wear them twice often okay you would wear them twice so you're often feeling the freshly laundered jeans that are a little yeah which doesn't phase me at all i don't mind that because i do buy the proper size and it's not that big a deal but when right. you put seven pounds on in a month it doesn't matter what i'm putting on everything feels uh, al i've taken t-shirts off because i don't like the way they're fitting me like, now, what the speaking hell? of that, the, your fried Oreos, how are you making, you dip that in egg too? I don't know how that no, works. No, so like, you what? dip those in like pancake batter. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delicious. I'm yeah. sure I've never had it. I don't know. My son wanted to do it, so we're going to do it today. Yeah, I've wondered about that air fryer, whether I would be disappointed in it. I'm not disappointed. I don't want to say that. I'm not disappointed in it. I'm just not, I'm not over the moon about it. You put uh, chicken strips in there? I haven't yet. We will try that. I bet those are good. I guess. Like if I could, if I could put chicken strips and crinkle cut fries in there and it come out good, I'd I be think happy I'm, with that. I think the fries will come out good for okay. sure. The, but to, to me, again, the, whether you're making chicken cutlets or chicken strips, it's not going to compare it to deep frying them. I'm sorry, it's just not. Right. It'll there's still reason, be good, but it's not going to be the same thing. There's a reason why deep fried things are delicious. delicious. Yes, because they're deep fried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a uh, strange dream the other night, and normally no one cares about anybody's dreams, and this may be the case here too, but I had a dream that uh, uh, the person who used to be in charge of the New York market for Intercom, yeah, that uh, she came to me in this dream and she said, Al, we really, we really think you can do even bigger and better things. Okay. We'd like you to take on some other projects. Nice. And I was like, all right. To me, in my head, it sounded like work, but I was like, in my dream, I was like, okay. She's like, your first assignment will uh, arrive to you in an, in an envelope. And it arrived to me in an envelope, and it was uh, a pair of tickets to see Sting. Well, this is and, random. And to work the show. The show was in Zimbabwe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go to Zimbabwe. I don't want to do this. I don't want to travel internationally. Yet. Right. So what'd you that do? Was, that was really where that it was ended. The end of the but, dream. Yeah, but isn't that weird that I would think of Sting in Zimbabwe? Uh, there are dreams that I will never understand or comprehend. Weird. Yes. I mean, it just none of it makes sense to me. Yeah. You know, sometimes you will dream about something that is actually happening in your life at the time. Right. That makes sense. Then there are things you wake up and you say, what the hell was that? Right. So, Zimbabwe is in Southern Africa. Yes, I've never dreamed about going to Zimbabwe or seeing Sting. Uh, see, I would have no problem going to see Sting. I'm not going to... I'd maybe go to the Arts Center, which is up the road. Would you go I'm see not... Sting? Like, I want to see the Chili Peppers in LA. Okay. Would you see Sting in Miami? Not Sting, but like Bruce Springsteen, yeah. I go okay. see Bruce Springsteen anywhere Could, in this country. Okay. All right. Could I get you to see Bruce in Ames, Iowa? 
Yes. You'd be in. That'd probably be pretty cool, actually. I'd be interested in that. That would be neat. I saw Bruce Springsteen in uh, Indianapolis when I was going to school at Indiana State. That yeah, was cool. I'm sure. Was, well, like, you were the there first already. Time, yeah, it was the first time I wasn't in the New York, New Jersey area to see Bruce Springsteen. That's cool. I'm trying to yeah. have a, aside from the Man Music Center, which I've told you about before for Leonard Skinner. I don't know that I've and ever seen. Where is that at, Man Music Center? That's outside Philly. It's in Pennsylvania somewhere. I don't remember where. I took him to see Leonard Skinner. That was when she still liked me. <laughs> and she would go to bad concerts with me. Um, I'm trying <laughs> she's to like, think. like, go yourself. And yeah, now she's like, you know how many friends that want to go see that? Um, <laughs> that's true. I don't uh, mind you going with them. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen a concert out of state or out of the area. If, you know, the Philadelphia and New York is all one area that we're counting. I don't, like, I don't mm-hmm. think I've seen a. Oh, no. You know what? I saw Don Henley in Orlando. Do do the Boys of Summer tour. How about that? Yeah, that's right. That's weird. Like when, I think when these bands go to foreign countries like um, Bruce Springsteen goes to Italy or Germany and they play like the, the people singing the songs, Japan, it happens in, in English. They sing the songs in English. Yeah. yeah. And yet we don't really care for their music. Right. Like we don't care for any of these bands from like Italy or like a rock band from Italy would have yes, no shot Yes, it is fascinating, here. isn't it? Especially if they came here and sang in Italian. We'd be like, what are you talking? Sing it like we know it in English. Well, I suppose opera singers from Italy, right? I mean, that would yeah. be one that would But do would people sing over. along to it? No. I, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, Weird. Did you see the horrible news of the lead singer from The Wanted? The Wanted? Yeah, you you would know a couple of their songs. They were really? they had a couple of hits several uh, five, six, seven years ago. Thirty two years old, terminal brain cancer. The Wanted. Like, Let me see on. what songs I would know by them. Tom Parker is his name. Yeah, I mean, what I'm a googling, just awful story. No, I did not hear that. Uh, Glad you came. You would know, I think for sure. Hmm. And if you started playing it, you would know it right from the beginning. I think too. Is that right? Yeah, from the melody. Yeah, you would. I saw that. I'm like, my heart sunk. Like, come on. Just brutal. All Time Low was also one of their songs. I okay. I know that one. You do know that one. Hmm, I think so. Yeah. I'm sure. I think there's a good handful you might know. Interesting. So that's bad news. Oh, horrible news. Mm. I see that uh, Broadway is closed until 2021, the, the June. summer. Until June. The, that seems a little aggressive. This is, uh, it is aggressive. It's also very quick, I think, to make that decision. I know there's a lot of planning that has to go into it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you couldn't have, say, I don't know, March 1st. (laughs) Right. Say, listen, we're gunning for March 1st. Yeah. And if you got to push it back, you push it back. Right. Because this is the one thing, like, I was looking at, this is, and I I know I'm going to get yelled at on social media, and you know what? I I don't, I, whatever. You don't care, right, Just effing go for it and yell at me all you want, okay? That's fine. Perfect. Uh, Let me be very loud and clear about this. Mm Mm-hmm. I am in no way, shape, or form saying that COVID-19 is not a problem still. It is. I'm aware of it. I'm not. My head's not in the sand or anything like that. Okay? But have you Googled? And I know, trust me, Google hasn't been great either with the NFL standings. But they killed me in the warm-up, as you'll hear later. Do you see, like, do you ever Google, like, daily deaths from COVID-19? I see people on Twitter that I follow uh, tweet that information. Okay, so... This is this is according to Google, who gets it from the New York Times. All right. I would We're say- The failing New York Times. The Times yeah. has had their issues, but in this case, I mean, I think those are two pretty good. I'm not just pulling this from Tom JK 37 on Twitter. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. If you look at the, the daily deaths from COVID-19, and you go back to March and April and then into May, into the first week of June, it is 
just horrific. I mean, it's about as bad as anything as you can see. And then it completely flattens out and has continued to flatten out with all these new cases that are coming. They're still going, like the deaths are still going down. If you look like in New York, now I'm going to, and it, Google's great because it gives you all this information at the click of a, of a mouse. So you're saying we have flattened the curve. Of deaths. Of deaths. My question, and if you look at New Jersey, I mean, it, the numbers are minuscule based upon what this information is. And again, from where we were. Okay. Like I think yesterday they reported three deaths. Okay. So I'm going through like state by state, stuff like that. Uh, A couple of states a little higher than others, but even you're not in the thousands like you were. Mike, I guess my question is like, what is it right now? Like we're hearing about all these. What are we waiting for is what you're saying. Um, yeah, I suppose that's what I'm asking. I guess I'm open things up. I guess more so what I'm asking is like, what is this at this point? So, like, for instance, they had the, the, the schools in my town, they had uh, two teachers tested positive. They're both asymptomatic. They feel fine, but they had to close the school down for a week. None of the kids have come up with it so far. I know there's an incubation period. I'm well aware. But, like, that's another situation where everything I'm hearing about now, the real majority seem to be asymptomatic, and they're testing positive. My brother had it and did not feel well at all back in early June. He was just tested again and tested positive again. Really? But felt fine. Went and got tested, tested negative. Got tested a third time, negative. So his was a false positive. I guess I am just, I'm so baffled by this and I don't know what to think anymore. Yeah, it just seems like there's not a game plan, however you lean politically, as to how we're coming back from this. Like what are, what has to happen specifically in order for, and like Boomer was saying on the show, like every place is different too. Like, so this state is treating it one way, this state's treating it another way, even though the cases and things are similar. Yeah, it's very, it's just very very confusing. I again, yes. I know the cases are up, but I'm looking at the death count, you know, because that and and one is too many. So be very clear about that. But I, I, I was under the impression with all these numbers coming back that the death toll was starting to rise heavily again. And it has really actually declined or stayed flat in most cases. Yes, we have flattened the curve. So I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. Yeah, basically. I don't either. It's very confusing. Very confusing. Did you happen to watch Saturday Night Live this week? No. Well, I'm going to say you might be interested in watching Bill Burr, the uh, stand-up comedian. He yes. hosted. So when he first came did out, he really, he, yeah, when he, he first came out, he did a monologue. He did a stand-up uh, routine at Monmouth Park last week, oh. out, outdoors. Uh, yeah, the the um, whatever it's what called. you call it, the, the, the drive-in. Yes. Well, uh, and the the SNL monologue is available on YouTube by Saturday Night Live. They put their own stuff. Okay, out. it's very good. It's. Uh, some people were very offended by it, of course, because he, he, he's a very straightforward uh, speaker as to what he believes in, all coronavirus-related and race-related. It was, it's very good. And I was just couldn't help but think that if this were back when there weren't, when the audience wasn't so splintered, meaning like everyone used to watch Saturday Night Live or, you know, it, it used to be a, a big thing or you would definitely have heard about it. I only saw this in a you know, on Twitter the next morning. It wasn't this giant firestorm that I think it would have been. Okay. Uh, because he he is really, um, didn't really, didn't pull any punches, Jerry, as they say, in this politically correct world. 
So check it out if you have uh, time or you're okay. bored or six. It's, I think it's like six minutes long. All right, we'll do. It's very good, though. I know. Like I said, I was invited to go see him last week. I couldn't. Oh. But, you know. Oh, oh. Yeah, he was a big fans. Good. Yeah. I, I wasn't before this a huge fan, but I, this made me a bigger fan. Got it. Seeing this. I will check it out. And finally, I have a story for you, Jerry. I wonder how you feel about this. A uh, woman, a New York City passenger flying Southwest Airlines, uh, said that she was told uh, she had to get off the plane because her the top she was wearing was too boob showing. So she had to get off? Yeah, Wait, they told out. her she couldn't be on the airplane. The, oh, they took her off the plane. She says, she tweeted, y'all, I was kicked off my Southwest air flight because my boobs are, quote, lewd, obscene, and offensive. I was told that passengers may look at me in my attire and be offended. Did you see it? She did. She took a photo of herself. And, uh, yeah, they are out there. But Mm. uh, I'm looking right now. Yeah. She gets kicked off the plane for that? Yeah. Like, yeah, I could see both sides. I see both sides of this one. It's borderline. Okay. But maybe they would say, hey, put a put this uh, blanket over your top, over your cleave. That's kind of dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. She's not. Right. She's, she's, she's allowed to wear this out on the street. She's not showing nipple. She's not naked. She's not naked. I, I got to be honest That's with you. I, if movie, this is what right? I'm looking at here. She's in the black top. With red, the peace uh, sign? Yes. I mean, I've seen worse than that on yeah. a plane. Okay. I've seen snakes on a plane. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> are we done? <laughs> on that note, Jerry, we are done. We will. Uh, the warm-up is next, where Google screwed me, so don't ever believe Google again. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yes. Why is she videoing it, though? So I'm watching a video. So I just put it on. The yeah. video has her videoing the airline attendant as if she, she knew she was going to cause trouble. Right. That's weird. Or maybe she heard rumblings and she's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to okay, that makes sense. video this so people know what happened. Got it. Fair enough. We all have video cameras now, Jim. Uh, I've heard. All right, I got to go. Uh, okay. Warm up is next. So- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests. True. No calls. True. And no real content. Not true. 502 Monday morning. Great to have you with us. It's a pretty crappy Monday morning. It's pouring out. Uh, Al Dukes down the Jersey Shore watching the waves crash. What's up, man? Ooh, it is like a hurricane out here, Jerry. I well, it's, it's windy, not great. it's raining. The dog wouldn't go out. But then oh. I knew at some point she was going to have to poop during the show. So I talked her into it. We just went a little down the block. Can't go towards the ocean when it's windy and rainy. That's what I found, Jerry, because that's where the hurricane conditions are. Right. Wind and rain and bleep, bleep, bleep. Where's your car getting blown all over the highway? No, it wasn't that bad. It was just no. rain. Really, I always feel no that, wind like actually driving it. Oh, a lot of wind down here. Yeah, like you, sometimes you live by the ocean. 
Sometimes you go over that bridge. What's that bridge called? The Driscoll Bridge in New Jersey? That yeah. big, tall bridge. And it can blow the Ooh. trucks all over the place. Oh, yeah. It'll blow you right off I the bridge. For you. I've seen get, cars get blown right off the bridge, Jerry. When we get into January, it's not going to be windy here, and you're going to be walking that dog when it's 17 degrees oh. and 15 miles an hour coming off the ocean. That's Good true. Good luck with that. I'm going to have to get her a cute winter coat, Jerry, to walk her in the in the inclement weather. Don't make your dog a dork. It's bad Inclimate. enough that you are. Don't do it to the dog. <laughs> Inclement weather. I want to start off are you with on the drugs this morning. <laughs> no, I just have, I would like to start off with the cornball tweet of the year, Jerry. I just okay. tweeted this out, so let me find it. It was in response to LeBron James and the Lakers winning the championship. All right. Darren Rovell tweeted the following: He did it for Kobe, for social justice. For voter registration. For vo- <laughs> Hold on, it continues. For LA, for Akron, and his platform has never been bigger. The presidential election is in three weeks. What a cornball doofus. <laughs> Darren Rovell, get over yourself. And you like Darren Rovell. I don't. Oh, I thought you did until this And we one. like him. No, he's so corny. Wow, okay. Ah. Whatever. He, for voter. Yeah, right now someone's waking up going, you know what? I had no idea who I was voting for, but LeBron winning that championship now last night push, pushed me over to Biden's side. <laughs> what a knucklehead. Or made him made them think to vote because he won. Well, that's the other thing. Like Everyone's like trying to get people to vote. Like If you haven't figured out it's time to vote, like you're not doing it. Like Nude celebrities telling you to vote is not going to work. Why are LeBron, they nude? I, they're doing like nude things to get you to, to, to draw attention to voting. Huh. Nude celebs. Got it. Nude celebs. You know, you know what I missed last week? Speaking of celebs, that dude yeah. on the skateboard. Yes. With the cra- I did not. Did you hear? Did you watch any of the Jet game? Well, not the Jet game. The Chief uh, Raider game. I did. Yeah. Did quite you a see lot. when they went to break and Ian made the cranberry juice reference? I did not. I was watching it on the Red Zone. I had no freaking clue what he was talking about. And then I saw a little while, a little while later, that the guy on the skateboard got all the cranberry juice in the new truck. Yeah. No, but this I was am. actually a segment on the Boomer and Geo show last week. Was it really? Yeah, because Geo's annoyed that the guy's getting, uh, that people are latching on to this. Oh, good for him. Hey, good for you. You get a couple of days in the spotlight. What's wrong with that? And it put, Gio uh, gets every day in the spotlight, for Christ's sake. Good point, Jerry. Four right. hours in the spotlight every day. Every Let this day. man and dreams and uh, his drinks and skateboarding uh, be America. Let him have his day. And then even a Fleetwood Mac song went to uh, up the charts. Then the dude from McFleetwood uh, did the same video. Awesome. I call it a feel-good moment, Jerry. And you know what? It's going to be over very soon, so good for him. Enjoy it. That guy on the skateboard, he did it for voter registration. (laughs) (laughs) He did it for L.A. He did it for Los Angeles and Akron and voter registration. That's funny. Jerry, were you doing the Cowboy game yesterday? Yes, I did work the game. What was your... By the way, seeing Dak Prescott crying, that was gut-wrenching. Brutal. Right, uh, that was I mean, tough, man. That was tough. When you see a grown man cry, that sticks with you for a while. You know what it was? Is the play looked like nothing? He went down awkwardly for sure, but it wasn't until in my headset I hear Kevin Ray and Danny White say he's hurt, and Danny says, you know, basically could see what was going on, and you can yeah. hear it. I think, ah, oh, that's not good. And then when you see him hold his leg up and his foot's going the wrong way, oh, just you just feel awful for him because I love the guy, I do. Yeah. You know, I've always said that. I don't think he should make $45 million a year like the absolute best quarterback in the NFL. But, you know, and again, now we go back to when the Cowboys offered him, what was it, 30 a year? And he said no. 
It's like, guys, you don't need every damn penny. So then why why were they saying uh, yesterday some of the broadcasters were like, this the, the, the timing of this injury and his Cowboys contract, I felt like people were making reference that he's not going to be the Cowboys quarterback anymore. Well, I, because here's why. He was go listen, he was going to get a big contract. I don't think there's any question about it. They tried doing it before the season began, and I don't know if they were two million dollars a year apart, five million dollars a year apart, but the Cowboys, from the way I understand it, offered him somewhere between twenty eight and thirty two million dollars a year. And he and his people said no. They thought, I guess, that he could get more. Wound up taking the franchise deal. He, he's making thirty two or thirty, whatever it is this year. But he's up for a new contract. So here's the question, and I've thought about this. If you're the Cowboys now, and he has this injury that it's pretty horrific. Now, I don't necessarily believe it doesn't mean he can't come back and play. I certainly hope he can. Are you going to now all of a sudden invest in Dak $35 million a year for the next five years for a quarterback that had that injury that you're not – it's a tough one. I, you know yeah. what? It's a tough one. I that, see what you're saying now. It's difficult. I mean, I don't know if there's a way you can structure it to where, you know, you give him a lot of money next year, and if he's healthy and can make it through, that uh, the rest of the the contract kicks in and is guaranteed. Or I don't know. Are you going to give him? Let's let me ask you this: Are you going to give him a ninety million dollar signing bonus? No. Or guarantee him a hundred million dollars of the contract coming off what looks like? I mean, he went right into surgery last night, Al. Right. I mean, it, it, bad. I mean, it's a compound fracture and a dislocation. It's just awful. I mean, his, his brother sent out a photo from the hospital room where he was smiling, which was nice good. to see because we last saw him being uh, uh, driven off of a field crying. And, you know, not TV, good. TV is awesome. It is. But this is what I don't need. Once he's carted off the field, do you need to follow him through the tunnel? Right. I mean, it's enough already. Let the guy go and do what he has to do. I thought that was a bit much. But um, yeah, I mean, so that's the conundrum the Cowboys now have is I don't I don't question that they want him. I don't doubt that they still want him around. I think, you know, depending upon how things go, he can still be the Cowboy quarterback for the next 10 years. But the question becomes, are you going to commit that much money and that much guaranteed money to a guy that just had this injury? And yesterday, the Giants actually put up some points, as we thought they might. If they, they were ever going to put up points, it was going to be against the Cowboy defense. But they uh, lost yeah. again. And they were up 17-3 to in this game. They were up 17-3. Actually, when they were when the Cowboys were down or Giants were up 17-3, I was like, let me see if I, can I straight up take the Cowboys. And it, it, it wasn't even good odds to straight up take. They, the, Vegas or whoever makes these things expected the Cowboys to come back wow. and win that game. How yeah, that? well, you know what? Because was, they've been scoring thirty points a game, thirty-five points a game. But all of a sudden, Jerry, with the Dak Prescott injury, I'm looking here at the NFC East standings, and it's embarrassing for every one of these teams. Not great. One in two and one leads the division. The Eagles. Washington That's better than two and three. Uh, who's two and three now? The Cowboys. When I guess they still so, have right? this one, as one and three. Well. One, two, no, they won yesterday. They're two and three. No, they have not updated these standings yet on my uh, on my internet. I, I, I think my internet's down. I think my internet's <laughs> down incorrect. since yesterday at 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so right, they have the Seahawks at four now. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, they won. You just night. embarrassed me in front of uh, <laughs> millions of people, Jerry. <laughs> millions of people. So the Cowboys are two and three. The Cowboys are two and three. The one, but, you know, the one thing about the Cowboys, though, all kidding aside, and I, they're not a great team. I don't misunderstand what I'm saying. You know, they lost a really tough game in Seattle. 
that they very well could have won. Well, I'm not going to go through it, but it's it's a weird two and three because offensively they've been sensational and defensively they're just awful. But now, Jerry, with the Dak Prescott injury, yeah, it sort of evens things out a little bit I in guess. the NFC East, and the Giants are still alive. I got to tell you, well, they are. <laughs> no, no, they are. Yeah, I, I will tell you though. I mean, this is why the Cowboys did what they did with Andy Dalton. I mean, he's not a bum. I. I think the Cowboys will be just fine. I still think that they can go out and win this game. I, you know, win this division. Um, you know, he's not you. What you want to be as a backup quarterback, right? You know, he doesn't want to just hold a clipboard. Like he signed this deal. I don't know that he expected to play, but because he's from that area, and it was kind of a good. Let's take a step back. Be close to the family. Pandemic. Blah 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 blah. Now on this one year deal, remember he's playing for a contract. And he's not a bad player. And the Cowboy offensive line, which is as banged up as I've ever seen it, actually didn't play so badly yesterday. So if you can get some sort of production up there and, you know, Elliott runs, I don't see why this team can't still win the division. I mean, the Eagles are a mess. I don't know what Washington is. And the Giants are interesting because they're 0-5, could have won yesterday, probably should have beat Chicago, could have beat the Rams. And I know could have, would have, should have, but... I don't know. They look like a competent football team, at least. Not where the Jets, I don't know what that is. Correct. They do look like they're, and it sounds so weird, they're 0-5, but they do look like they're getting better. By the way, Tony Dungy taking a little heat, Jerry, for some of his comments on Dak Prescott. Now, all right, so Tony Dungy, I actually watched the Notre Dame game, a lot of it on Saturday night. He was doing that game with Tirico. This Was was this in studio, or did he tweet this? This was uh, in studio on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Dungy said that the Dak injury, quote, might be a blessing in <clears throat> might be a blessing in disguise for the Cowboys. Now they can get back to running the ball, yeah. feeding it to Zeke. De- 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 de. You know what I would say to that? Too soon. Too soon, Tony. I, I Tony, know, you should know better. Too soon. I know what he's saying. And you know, the Cowboys have gotten away from what their bread and butter has been in the past, and it's really they become a pass first type of offense when you're paying, you know, Ezekiel Elliott all this money. That having been said, you probably shouldn't have said it an hour after the guy almost lost his right. foot on the field. Maybe next Sunday, prior to their game, you go, by the way, maybe they get back to running the ball now. I would have maybe a couple of games. You don't do it as Dak is crying, being carted off. Going, I know. I, I might have waited on that. You know what I was amazed by? I'm sure you saw it, too, was the outpouring from yes. everybody. The guy's beloved. Because he's a damn good guy. That's why. Yeah. So, you know, you're happy to see that, you know, especially for the hated Cowboys. And then a bunch of quarterbacks were asked it about it in their press conferences after their games, sure. Mahomes. And by the way, Dak had earlier caught a touchdown, first Cowboy quarterback to catch a touchdown since your main man Danny White did From it. Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson threw a touchdown to Danny White? Or he threw the touchdown oh, to Dak Prescott? <laughs> he threw it to Dak Prescott. <laughs> And Danny White. That's the weird. That's the weird thing about this record, Jerry. The same no. guy threw the ball. No, I'll tell you what's weird, weird. about. No, what's Wild. really weird about it is what number does Cedric Wilson wear, Al? Cedric Wilson. He wears number. I don't know. Eleven. Yes. What number Ooh. did Danny White wear, Al? Eleven. Pretty cool. That is cool. I thought that was kind of neat. And Danny on the broadcast on Compass Media Networks, he goes, he goes, boy. He goes, Dak's really just erasing everything I did. I said, you know what? <laughs> That's not true. Until he punts, that is not That's true. true. Right. Danny White was a good punter. He would drop back he was. and kick. So, not true. I, I don't like these receivers now wearing number 11 as a as a wide receiver. It's, 
it's a league-wide problem, I've Jerry. gotten That's used to it. That's a quarterback's it. number. Yeah, I know. I've gotten used to it, though. I don't, I don't know like, why. I don't like 10, 11, 12, 13. I don't like those being 14. used for wide receivers. Yeah, I, need I hear you, you. I need your numbers in the 80s. Amari Cooper's 19. Yeah. I understand. I got gotcha. you. That's the way it is, though. What can I tell you? And how about Andy Dalton? Two tremendous passes. Though. They remind you of Gary Hogaboom wearing number fourteen. Oh, uh, he, he actually Andy Dalton looked much thinner than I thought a quarterback would be. Yeah, they that, look good though. That man's thin. And by the way, they kept you know super slow mo blade of grass on those two. Unbelievable! Uh, the catches by Gallup. Yeah, and by the way, the Gallup catch, the the second one. Yeah. When you're super slow mowing it down to see if he his toe touched the grass. The the quarterback's all over him. So that could yes. have been easily interference. And I'm glad they didn't call it. I, you know, I'm glad. I, I, well, what was, it was better that it was a catch, yes. It, yes, he was being tackled <laughs> before the yeah. ball got there. And it should have been pass interference. But that having been said, I'm glad they didn't call it. He made a tough catch. They win it fair and square, all good. Because there were... There's no doubt there were calls in this game that drove you crazy if you were a Giant fan. Yes. The, the, the one, the biggest one to me was the pick play for the touchdown. I didn't like that call. I didn't think, I, I, I know the receiver's shoulder went into the defensive back and it looked, I don't think that was a legit bad play. I know why they called it, didn't love it. The one on the fake field goal, I'm sorry. You watch the replay. You got three guys are still moving when the ball snapped. I thought that, that call was fine, but the pick play was a bad one, at least in my opinion. So the Giants had two touchdowns negated, as we say. Giants, I thought the Giants played well yesterday. I did. Yeah. Just defensively, they came up short. And their last, after the Cowboys tie it, and you're looking at the time on the clock and the way the Giants were moving the ball, I'm like, you know what? The only, the only thing good for the Cowboys is the fact that they had timeouts, and you would like to think Mike McCarthy would have figured out a way to save some time had the Giants gone down and kicked the field goal. But for once in that game, the Cowboy defense actually made some plays. I actually had some dummy tweet to me legitimately. He goes, uh, when are we going to do something about this MetLife turf? Now Dak Prescott. <laughs> Moron. <Yeah. laughs> Dope. Wrong game, dude. Wrong Dope. stadium. All right, we're going to take our first break. Um, except for uh, the Cowboys and Giants, there was other football yesterday. There was. You had the Jets actually played a game that was competitive for a while. We'll get to that. We can get to the Yankees, which season ended the other night with a whisper, but whatever. Uh, so still a lot more to do here on the warm-up show. This portion sponsored by Ray Katina Mercedes-Benz of Edison and also brought to you by Burlington Stores. Have you been to, have you been to Burlington? They have incredible deals and amazing styles at up to 60% off other retailers' prices and no coupons needed. It's your one-stop shop for fall. Go to Burlington.com to find your store. Burlington, love the deals. Back. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best? podcast of all time. Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. In a moment on the fan. Al and Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. And actually, if you're just tuning in, you only got 35 minutes left, so we'll get you to Boomerang Geo at the top <laughs> of the hour. Hey, couple quickies for you. Number one, uh, just one more thing on the DAC uh, injury. How about the fact that it happens on the day that Alex Smith come back, comes back and actually plays? How about that? I mean, that is bizarre, isn't it? 
I, the I universe, know. Jerry, it's all coming together. I guess something like that. And then quickly, because uh, winner, winner for me yesterday, as I did hit my BetMGM parlay, and I did win, and I did have oh. the Dolphins. How about that? Wow. Which is you had why... a straight-up win? Yes. I had nice. The... Now, we took a couple of favorites. We went Dolphins to kind of spice it up a little bit. One big on that one. Nice. How did your $5 five-team parlay go? We got a winner? Not well. I have to see how many I uh, won, but I know I lost the parlay. That's for Why? sure. Why? Who did? Who do you know you lost well, with? Let's see. Hmm, good question. I don't even remember, but I know well, I, you know I, you I didn't win. Okay. I know I didn't win. All right, I was just checking. I know I did. You know who I lost to? The Raiders beat me, Jerry. The Raiders. That's, you know, it's funny because we were trying to decide: do we go Raiders or Dolphins for our upset of the day? Only because, and the Raiders, we were just going to take with the points, not to win. And I just felt like they play the Chiefs well a lot. I didn't think they'd win, but I thought the eight and a half was a lot. So, and by the way, Boomer says that uh, Patrick Mahomes has never played a bad game. His interception in the fourth quarter cost them. That's a bad game. I'm uh, going to hang this yeah. one on Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, I thought the wide receivers didn't play so well either. Well, I'm counting this as a bad game. I don't care if Boomer if Boomer says it wasn't a bad game. I would go with not a good game. I wouldn't call it a bad game. Mm. What are you looking for, him to throw three completions yeah. one game? No, no one no, does no. that. What I would be looking for would be something like a real bad NFL game. Uh, let's see. How about 16 of 30 for 180 yards, one touchdown, three picks? All right, that's, that's fair. Bad I see what you're saying. So, so if you could play a, you could play a great game, and if at the end you throw a pick six to lose, you didn't have a bad game. Well, yeah, especially overall. When I mean, they were down by sixteen points with you know six seven minutes to go in that game. Right. I mean, you know, at that point, I mean, the, the the fact of the matter is the Chiefs couldn't stop Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs and Henry Ruggs. I mean, let's be honest. The, the Raiders were better than them yesterday. The Chiefs didn't run into the Raiders, Jerry. The Chiefs ran into the Raiders. They did. Yes, they the did. Raiders. And Brent Dave. Musburger had a blast calling that game. Oh, my gosh. Dave Casper. Dave Casper caught the game-winning touchdown. That's how old-school Raiders this game was. <laughs> he and Cliff Branch had huge games. Huge. Huge. Games. <laughs> huge. Now, uh, the Jets-Cardinals game was on, and I thought, Jerry, as a WFA and broadcaster, it is my duty to watch the Jets game since we are uh, a New York sports station. Yeah. But then I thought I'd be doing the audience a disservice if I talked, if you and I sat here and talked about the actual game. Yeah. So therefore, I didn't watch the Jet game because I didn't want to do a disservice to the audience and see something that I wanted to speak about about the actual game. Okay. Because that would that, turn people off. That's fair. I mean, I thought there were interesting parts to this game, but I'm I'm totally with you. I got gotcha. you. All the audience cares about that's Jets fans is when is Adam Gase being fired? Then I see Le'Veon Bell. He liked a tweet from a former WFA and intern turned talk show host, Jake Asman. Uh, he tweeted, uh, Jets should trade Le'Veon Bell, and Le'Veon liked it. Okay. That's big news, Jerry. I guess. I, I don't In care. Twitter world. I mean, I suppose. Then he also liked additional tweets that said that Adam Gase is not using him correctly and has not given him enough touches. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Oh. I don't. You would like those tweets as well. Yeah. Like. I understand that. That makes sense. How about people looking to see what tweets Le'Veon Bell is liking? Well, this I mean, is the you've world got we're living deep. in, dude. You know that. <laughs> like, this, it's embarrassing. Everybody's like, just, they're, they're so attached to their phone and Twitter. Al Hughes, 
Um, it's just, <laughs> it's what it is. I, it's, I don't care. Guy, it's kind of like when a guy washes, like, if you, let's say he plays for the Miami Heat and all of a sudden he takes all the heat stuff off his Instagram. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? It doesn't send mean it a, anything. Send it a message. Okay. I now, suppose. There is some talk now of the Jets going 0 16 and taking uh, the some Trevor. talk. <laughs> Whispers, Jerry. We've been talking about this in week one. <laughs> Jerry, there's whispers in the NFL. No, no. They're shouting from the heavens. <laughs> whispers. It's just some whispers. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they said, well, what could the Jets get for Sam Darnold that they want to take this Trevor Lawrence long-haired fella? And they say, not a first-rounder. I believe that. Yeah, me too. I do believe that. Because they know the Jets much. are desperate. Why would they get give something big up for Sammy Darnold? You're not. because what if you, Now, I'm not saying Sam Darnold won't be a great quarterback, but what have you seen so far that tells Nothing. you he will be? No. I mean, Mono nothing. last year, he played a little bit better at the end of the year for sure. And this year's been a whole bunch of nothing. Now, they're not good. I'm not saying they are. But good Lord. I mean, they're just, they are what they are. Jameson Crowder looked good yesterday. But there's not much there. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, my God, it is, what is it, October 12th? And yes. the two football teams are 0-10. 0-10, Jerry, combined 0-10. Is that the first time they've both been 0-5, right? I'm going to say is. yes. I think so. My God. We have two zero and ten football teams. Great. And meanwhile, the Cleveland Browns are four and one. The Cleveland Browns are four and one, and they've got a showdown with the the undefeated Steelers coming up this week. That's going to be game of the week. Did you see the last time the Browns were four and one? Uh, I did. Well, I don't know what year it was, but I saw that they said Bill Belichick was the coach, and Nick Saban was on the staff. Nineteen ninety four, and Carl Banks was on that Browns team. How about that? Because I saw the clip. And uh, Carl Banks in Killer. a Browns uniform yeah. <laughs> was running around with Bill Belichick on yeah. the screen. It's it's a long time. It was 26 years ago now. They look good, though. They do. You know what? It seems like they, they got a guy that knows how to coach. <laughs> He's not uh, a dummy. And, you know, they got good players. As the you only, say, Al, hey, good for you. Hey, good for you. The only thing that would make this game better, this Browns 4-1 and versus Steelers 5-0, and is if they played it in the mud. Let's get this. Let's let's play this in Cleveland. Well, they could. Where is let's the game? Is it in Pittsburgh or is it in Cleveland? Where is it? Let me Google it, Jerry. Oh, I thought you knew. <laughs> Let me Google it. Jerry, I've got that. Because both teams uh, were home yesterday. Browns schedule. The Eagles were home to, uh, I'm sorry, the Steelers were home to the Eagles yesterday. And yeah. Claypool had four that's, touchdowns. That's in Pittsburgh. They got okay. mud there or is that just uh, turf? There. They yeah. do. Let's muddy that up this week. Yeah, right, Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's grass. Let's not cover it up this week. It's raining now. It's probably raining in Pittsburgh. Let's keep the mud. Let's not take care of the grass this this week. I want a mud game, old school AFC. What is it, North? AFC North football. You know what was very predictable, which sucked, was the Raven uh, Bengals game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you talk about it, there was nothing it was there. A smackdown. Yeah, that and and here's one: Lamar Jackson, not great, but they were. I don't know. The Bengals were terrible. Yeah, the game. Bengals, uh, uh, no offense, Jerry. No, no offense. There were a lot of yesterday, there were a lot of expected types of games, yes. I thought. Like the Rams beating Washington. Expected. expected. Ravens winning easy over Cincinnati. Expected. You know, it was one of those games. I even thought the Steeler-Eagle game was sort of expected. Good game, kind of, but the Steelers were winning. Right. So, that was cool. How many people do you think are racing to pick up this Claypool kid? Right. And then he'll do nothing like the rest Probably, of the year. Probably, but he did have four touchdowns yesterday. Four touchdowns, baby. Which is pretty cool. How about the uh, my main man, Gardner Minshew, with the mustache and the mullet? Jaguars making history on the wrong side on the wrong side of yeah, the history this books. Stupid to me, though. I like this one. Uh, uh, it means nothing. It's week three, five. <laughs> three straight games where they've lost. The first to two. team was zero and one. 
to the loss to win no, this come team. Come on. This is That's true. You're right. This is trying <laughs> right. too hard. <laughs> I didn't even consider that. The first one was a winless team, of course. Come on. 0 1, 0 2, good and 0 point. 3. Stop it. That's a good point, Jerry. I'll give you that one. We're 0 1, 4, whatever it is. I mean, come on. That was uh, a bit much. And how about Romeo Cronell, the old fella that he is, with uh, his uh, giving the Texans their first win? I was happy for him. Yeah. Well, now, all right, now you want to talk about social media and signs yes, and I saying things. What did you think of? Did you see what J.J. Watt tweeted? I did not. He he posted, finally, and then in capital letters, fun. Oh. Now, to me, I first saw it and thought, yeah, they finally won a game. Yes. That's when it's fun. But everybody said, this is a shot against Bill O'Brien, who was not a fun coach. Because <laughs> we also heard they had a brouhaha, uh, J.J. Uh, J. Watt. I'm, I'm aware. And he. But you know what? When you haven't won a game and you finally win one, yeah, finally, fun. We won a it's game. fun. I think we're, you know, maybe he was probably sending out a message. I don't know. But that, to me, is trying too hard, too. Do you think uh, Geo stayed awake for that Vikings-Seattle uh, game? It was a good game. game. Well, a good game. Of, what did you think of Zimmer's decision to not kick the field goal? When was this, Jerry? <laughs> Zimmer. Not kicking field goals. When was this in the game? I know they lost 27 right. 26. <laughs> Seattle goes to 5-0. So, I didn't know we were going to break it down, Jerry. No, 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 no. I'm not breaking it down. This was just like if you read the game story, this is the part of the story <laughs> what if other you re- than the Seahawks drive at the end. What if you read the headline only? <laughs> then what Then happens? you say, what's this, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> now, I didn't see the game either, but I read the story. By the All way, right. speaking of headline reading, Al, you have to tell him what you did on Friday. Oh. <laughs> so Friday, Jerry, I saw a headline that said, um, it was the headline, something about um, uh, the Cowboys, uh, the Giants offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett, Yeah, uh, is focused only on the Giants. And I thought it was in reference to that the Cowboys were talking to him, that they were going to fire Mike McCarthy and get Jason Garrett back. Like, you know, he's that's not what the head, like that's he's what the headline not re- worried about a return to Dallas. Right, that's what it said, right. Oh, Jason God. Garrett not worried about a return to Dallas. And I only read the headline, and I was like, hey, CeeLo, you see this? Jason Garrett. <laughs> Rumored to be coming back to the Cowboys. Oh, my God. I screwed that up. You think? But I learned a lesson by not by only reading the headline yeah, in this. read some of the article. <laughs> well, all I needed to hear was, oh, I just thought of Geo. <laughs> Russell Wilson, here's what I read, Jerry, yes. throws four touchdowns, the last TD with 15 seconds left to beat the Vikings. Correct. All right, so let me just, before we take a quick break, let me just give you the <laughs> scenario, as some would say back in the day. All right. So the Vikings played a really good game. They're winning, I guess it's 13 nothing at the half. They're winning for much of it. The Seahawks have the big third quarter. But then the Vikings are back in front at the end of the game. They've got the ball, and they are driving. Now, here's where it gets slightly goofy. And I, I understand where he's going with this, but listen to this. So they are at the Seattle six-yard line with – it was right around the two-minute warning. They're at the, it's fourth and one at the six. They're up twenty-six to twenty-one. A field goal puts him up eight. He decides to go for it. Ooh. Don't get it. Seattle goes down the other way, scores and wins. Yeah, that's bad. Now after like the that. game, he said he told the guys in their headsets, I guess cousins specifically, we didn't come here to tie. We didn't come here to lose. First down, we win this thing. They needed one yard. All right, I like that There's attitude. There's part of me that loves it. There's another part of me as they're one and three trying to fight their way back to relevancy. Boy, just kick the three because your defense had played well for the most part. 
and you'd got to give up a touchdown and the two-point conversion just to get to overtime. That, to me, is, yeah. I don't know. I need to hear from a Vikings well, fan, you're going to Mr. In a little Geo, while. on this one. You will in about uh, 23 minutes, which is why we're going to take a quick timeout because we got to get to them soon. But we do have some more time for your phone calls. No, Al's not taking those. Uh, this portion of the warm-up show is brought to you by 877-8-ABUSE. Back in a minute on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. All right, 543, coming up on 6 o'clock, Boomer and Geo then warm-up show for another 17 minutes or so. A lot with the football, as you can imagine. Also, the Yankee season did end the other night feebly. Giancarlo Stanton, for everything great that he did in this postseason, his last at-bat was horrific, but whatever. What else you got there, Al? First of all, the Yankees scoring only one run is terrible. I thought they were a home-run hitting, RBI-having big-time scoring team. Yeah, well, not when you see really good pitching sometimes, and that's what happened the other night. And they also had, you know, Aaron Judge almost broke his neck trying to take that home run away, which I think he would have gotten if he was in position where he was underneath the uh, the fence and where that thing came out. But what are you going to do? But Stanton looking at strike one, looking at strike two, and then looking at strike three and then just walking away was like, what the hell was that? Right. Swing the bat. God, just awful. Yeah, really Swing bad. it. Even and, I know that, Jerry. Even in that year that I had zero hits on Little League. Got to swing. You got to take your chances. You miss 100% of the things you don't take. That is very true. Very true. It was pretty wild, though, watching it. Yeah. I watched actually every inning of that game. Another uh, cornball uh, in the media, Ian Rappaport, who I so, think does some things here on the Moose and Maggie show. Or it, Now, is he Joe suspended from that? Probably not, right? Well, he's suspended from NFL Network, it says. Now, for why two weeks. is this? Because it was, he, did he take a deal that he didn't authorize through NFL Network? I guess he took some sort of deal from manscaping, the thing where you trim up your area, man areas. And I guess he tweeted out like a, a, a commercial for manscaping, which I'm sure he got paid for. And I guess he didn't clear that with NFL Network, which I guess he has to do. Pretty wild, though, that they suspended him for Two it. weeks? Yeah. Uh, it's that's interesting to me, but okay. Yeah. But at least you know he's got a trimmed up area, Jerry, and that's the important thing in life. Um, you would think so, but what do they always say? The Mason's home doesn't always look as good as his clients. Right? I don't know what is this saying now. Like the like the painter's house never yeah. looks as good as the work he does for other people. That's true. You know, I know. You know? Like uh, I've met uh, what do you call those construction guys that come in your house? Uh, uh, Handyman. No, like the main guy, like the foreman, the contractor. Right. I've known contractors that their homes are a disaster because they're exhausted. When they, yeah, when they get home from work, they don't want to then do work on their house. That's true. But I would think it stinks. Like help, you know, you you turn on everybody's house beautiful, and then you go home to your house. And you know you can do it when you want to. Right. Like this weekend, they I probably painted. just wait until they're arguing with their wife. Right. Well, my guess would be that the wife brings it up sometimes, too. She's like, listen, you're out there making everybody else's house nice. Fix this place up every once in a while. And not wrong. 
I painted my uh, kitchen cabinets this weekend. They actually came out pretty good. Look at you. You're becoming a Mr. Mom. Yeah. Well, Mr. Fix-It. Mr. Fix-It. Mr. Mom took care of children. I have no children. Yeah, but you're taking care of your house. I am taking care of my house. And 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 I take pride in it, Jerry. I know you do. Jerry, I could have paid someone to do this. You're planning on dying in that condo, so you should take pride (laughs) in it. (laughs) I'm taking pride in my work, man. Yeah. Of course, if you look all around, I got paint everywhere. But from far away, if I take a photo of it, you'd be like, that's impressive. What do you mean everywhere? What does that mean? Like there's paint on the walls. Uh, there's like splatter? Paint on, <laughs> splatter. There's paint on the microwave. There's <laughs> <laughs> paint on the counters. If oh, you look no. closely. But if you look from far away. You got paint specks. I got paint specks everywhere. <laughs> that's all right, Jerry. It gives it character. It does. That is fair. And you, know what the, you know what the beauty of what you do is? You What's know who you true? answer to? Me. No one. So if you want specks on your counter... So what? Yeah. And if you want paint specs on your microwave, who cares? So what? I think that's awesome. That's tremendous. That really is tremendous. You want to go do a fixture and it doesn't come out right and it's cockeyed? (laughs) Not your problem. Not my problem, (laughs) Jerry. Who cares? Right. Ah. Well, Gina will come over and go, you know, you got paint on this. I go, yes, I got it. Yes, I know I got paint on it. You know what? My place. Go home. My place. That's all. You want a perfectly nice place? Go to your house. Yes, exactly you want right. Sp- paint splattered everywhere. You come here now. Yeah, and you know what you did too by doing that? What's She's that? not going to ask you to do it because then she'll <laughs> be worried that there'll be paint splatter all over her place. Right, like on the photos I sent her of the kitchen cabinets. She's so oh, it's beautiful. And when she comes over and looks and sees like paint on the walls, <laughs> and she's like, oh, this guy doing doing my work. Jerry, we have uh, another uh, NFL coach and GM firing uh, the Falcons. Yeah, this was a little overdue, but finally, yes. Have fired Dan Quinn and GM Thomas Dimitrov. Yes, gone. 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 They had, Goners. I kind of figured they had to win one of these games, either this week or next week or whatever, to be able to stick around, and clearly it was yesterday. Do you think Adam Gase will be fired? Now that we're seeing this is the second uh, head coach and uh, GM I don't fired. Know. You know what? It's a great question because they are inept. But I will say that their roster's horrible. Like they're not good. Yeah. I don't know what we expect. Yesterday at one point it was 17 10, right? Yeah, it was 17 10. I'm like, oh, you know what? And then it just falls apart. They're just, they're a bad team. And he doesn't seem to be a very good coach. You know, I don't know what the relationship is between him and Christopher Johnson. Seems to be pretty good, but I, I don't know. I don't know how long you can go on like this, though. I really don't. I mean, they're un- not only are they bad, they're boring and they're unwatchable. Other uh, than that. Other than that, it's fantastic. <laughs> you're boring. You're unwatchable. Yeah. You got no energy. No one cares. You got a quarterback out there that looks miserable. Now, I thought, you know, for a backup, he's not a bad guy to have. But he goes out there and he just, blah. There's, I don't know, man. There's just nothing that you watch these games like you can't wait to change it. Now they've got the Chargers next in Los Angeles. Here's what I would say I'd rather watch the Jaguars and Titans. Yes, because right Gardner Minshew's fun. I don't even care if Gardner Minshew was hurt. I, I, I don't want to watch the Jets right now. I do like watching this uh, Justin Herbert, though. I might, I might peek in on that. He's got some energy. Oh my gosh. How about this? You got <laughs> Jets got Chargers, Bills, Chiefs. Patriots. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, man. It really is. It is a rough, rough go for them. And, you know, the whole idea of 0-16 is not crazy. 
You know, I mean, you think about the idea of losing that many games in a row. It's hard to do. You know, we'll see. And we'll see the way, what they the do, Jets Jerry. Playing the Dolphins now this week. Is that the, yes, is that whole change? That's one of the changes. They're not playing the Chargers this week. Boy, there's not. There well, is think, do you n- prep anything? You know what, Jerry? I'm going to blame the NFL on this one because the NFL standings not updated. NFL schedule not updated. You're what making me look like a on? damn fool. No, because if you go to NFL.com, it's all there. I just Googled it and came right up. <laughs> you make it, they're playing me for a fool here, the no, NFL. No, they're not. They made the announcement at like 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon. It was so confusing, Jerry. I saw like, this game's moving here. This guy was like, what are they talking right, you about? You know what I did? I looked for the Jets and the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew the Jets were affected two games. You didn't I did think you wanted that. to check about this week, maybe? I did see that headline. And you know there's no Thursday so who, night football game this week now. That I that I knew, Jerry. And Don't do play like, me for a fool. <laughs> how about the fact we have a Monday night game next week at 5 p.m.? That I love, and it's a Chiefs game. That's very cool. interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So we got a Monday night game tonight, just the one. Then tomorrow we've got Tuesday a night Tuesday game. night game. Mm-hmm. See, it's too confusing, Jerry. I would love to keep up with all this, but I, don't, I can't. I don't how disagree that it's to? confusing. I'm looking at the but Jets schedule here. It says Chargers. I do think the line that said the Jets Chargers were moved to Week 11, and then they yeah. were going to play the Dolphins this week. I think I don't think that was confusing. Was that the headline, or was that in the story? Uh, uh, both. Because hmm. all I saw was NFL make schedule changes, and I was like, you know, this, I know this is going to keep. Me, I know if I read this, I'm going to be like, what are they talking about? I'll just take it a week at a time, and here I go to trusty Google that always comes right up. It's got the Jets logo. It's got their schedule. I believe this is from. I'm going to click on it, see where it takes me. Oh, just to the Jets thing. It's a Google. This is Google. So I thought Google was up on things. I guess they're like, screw it. We're not coming in. They're the Google's Al Dukes in, of the internet. <laughs> Google's in our building, right? Uh, yeah, no one's. They're here, not but coming they have in. No logo. one's coming in. They're not. They're not updating things. Google's just like, yeah, hey, you know what? Who cares? Whatever. This is a great chance for Yahoo to. I come like in how and, you're passing this off on Google. <laughs> this is a great. This is a great opportunity for Yahoo to get back in the game. You know Remember what's they, a really cool thing to find out when the Jets and who they're playing next? Yeah. NFL.com or Jets.com. Well, I just Googled Jets schedule. Yeah, I know. And it's updated with the score of yesterday's game. It is. Unfortunately, the schedule was updated yesterday. Making me a fool. Jets Dolphins on side. All right, we got to take a quick break. Oh, Hold off what you have to think or what you want to say. One final break. This portion sponsored by your local Mazda dealers. Every Mazda CUV comes with a suite of advanced safety features and are available with iActive all-wheel drive, which will give you the confidence to go practically anywhere. Visit your local Mazda dealer for special offers or visit MazdaUSA.com. Uh, back in just a moment. First, though, a Radio.com Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence, emotional week for a couple of quarterbacks. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, not much time left. Jets lost, Giants lost, the uh, bad injury to Dak Prescott as well. Rays won, and the Lakers are NBA champions. What else, Al? I uh, checked my parlay, Jerry, and for the third straight week, I went... one and four again, did you? Yeah, one and four. And the only one I got was the Cardinals over the Jets. Wow. I had the Seahawks, they didn't cover. I had the Jaguars, they lost. I had the Chiefs, they didn't cover. I had the Cowboys, they didn't cover. Well, the <laughs> Chiefs didn't even win. Sorry to hear that, my man. One and four, three straight. I'm three and 12. You're Mr. Uh, you're Mr. One and four. I mean, what do I do at this point? Um, do I just shut it down? No, I, w- I would change it to some sort of a prop thing you do because you seem to have a lot more success with that. Yeah. I think the parlay thing's over. I think you go it's over. To- 
Al's prop. Hey, all you early risers. It's the warm-up show with Al Dukes and Jerry Recco at 5 a.m., followed by Boomer and Geo from 6 to 10.